0: It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Welcome back. It's Balloon Party driven by Munganess, St. Louis Acura here on 101 ESPN. Timothy Michael McKernan, Action Jackson with you. And it is our pleasure to welcome to the program, ladies and gentlemen, the great Jeremy Rutherford. Good morning, J.R. morning, Tim. How are you doing, buddy? I'm wonderful. What's the good word? Tell me the good word.
1: Ah, the good word, the good word. I was listening to the show, and uh, it's funny. I was uh, on the treadmill, and you said, hey, we're going to ask Jeremy a question later, so what do I do? I text Jackson, and I say, hey, what's this question going to be? And uh, like he always does, he prepares well in advance, way ahead of time, and he said, I have no idea. <laughs>
0: Ryder, right, if you could, cut that up for a promo.
1: He gave a thumbs up.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh. It's so outstanding god that makes me so happy uh all right here here is the question this is the big reveal because nothing makes for better answers than not knowing the quest it's kind of like a beauty pageant we get we get you up on stage and then we give you a question here is the question for you we're about to undergo another rebuild the prior rebuild began when bill laurie was selling the team ultimately to the check its group it's fair to say that fans have more confidence in this rebuild being quicker how much of that is due to ownership? Uh, you have gotten to know Tom Stillman quite well. How would you contrast Stillman with Bill Lurie, with Dave Checkets, and what makes Stillman and his group different? There you go. Wide open yeah, for you, sir. That's an easy one. Well, first of all, I have to state that I took over right when the lorries
1: were selling, so I don't have uh, you know a lot of background knowledge on them. I was aware of what happened during the ownership, but uh, I can speak for check-its and I can speak for Stillman, and that answer is easy. Let me take you to uh, the game last week. I walked into Tom Stillman's suite. I was uh, scheduled to do an interview with him, and I opened the door, and I'm expecting to see 10 or 15 people, people glad-handing, people, you know, big pockets, haven't seen each other in a while, they're having a drink, and I walk in, and the suite, Tim, is completely empty, except oh, wow. for Tom Stillman. Tom Stillman, he's sitting front row center like elbows on his knees leaning forward watching the play back and forth end to end and I sat next to him and he's ooh and on and come on and go let's go and and so the answer to the question is this guy cares so much and along with his group of investors and we knew from the start that when they got involved they said, hey look we're not the owners we're the guardians uh, we're gonna watch this franchise moving forward that's a complete opposite than Dave checketts if I would have walked into Dave Checkett's suite, you know, 2006 to whatever, uh, there would have been that group of people. And, and that's not to say there haven't been on nights with Stillman, but I, I think that Dave Checkett, it was about the image. It was about the I'm a owner in the NHL. It was about, you know, let's get on the news. Let's be on TV. Let's go out and, and uh, have people talking about us, where this ownership has put the money uh, where its mouth is, and I think that, uh, that they really care, and I think that's why you're going to see Uh, what they're doing
0: moving forward be probably quicker than you would have seen it back with check it it's interesting you would you absolutely would have the better knowledge um, as far as the interaction goes but i think what you are saying jr is what the perception is and oftentimes i think perception of people or situations can differ from what the actual reality is but i think in this case The perception with Tom Stillman is he is not in it for what you just said. The Checkets Group and plenty of other owners in sports are in it for, which is the image, look, I own a professional sports team, and this is about a vanity buy. Uh, I really do get the sense that this is about championships and St. Louis. And I don't know what else to say outside of, I think it comes off as genuine, and that is why the Blues get some passes in St. Louis that perhaps – other teams and other markets wouldn't. And I think a lot of that is a reflection of the ownership group.
1: Yeah, and I agree. And I think it is it is genuine. And I've been around every step of the way, you know, interviewed Tom and, and his group, uh, especially Tom, you know, hundreds of times. And every time you talk to him, it's just all about the team and the city and the fans. And, and look, uh, I wrote an article probably about a year or two ago where Tom came out and said, when we bought the team and we became the majority uh, owners back in 2012, uh, they had no intentions of spending to the salary cap. They just didn't. And it was climbing. It was jumping three, $4 million every single year. And, and Tom kept giving Doug Armstrong the green light, and it allowed this team to stay competitive. Doug gets a lot of credit, and rightly so, for keeping this team competitive, but it's what the ownership has done, uh, spending to the salary cap. And, and that's all just the passion. trying to make this a good team, and without that, there wasn't a Stanley Cup in 2019. So uh, there's going to be a lull at some point, but in terms of getting it turned around, uh, you got a group here in this ownership group that will really do whatever it can to make that happen sooner than later.
0: There it is, Jeremy Rutherford giving us his perspective on what was, up until moments ago, a top-secret question. I mean, that thing was under... Absolute lock and key. Uh, what did you think about last night? A, a, a wide variety of unique circumstances going on in a game that otherwise, at this point, would kind of fly under the radar. Uh, whether it be with the net minding, the net minding skate situation, Tori Krug. Uh, what are your What are your opinions on what we saw last night, Jr.?
1: Yeah, first of all, I got to say that uh, isn't this 2023? Isn't this sports where early on, Tim, in the season, I would come on and you would say, "What is wrong with this game? Why can't they win? And now they're winning, and we're coming on and saying, gosh, why can't they lose? What, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. But, but, yeah, the takeaway last night, uh, we interviewed Joel Hofer after the game, and he perhaps knew that he was staying. Sometimes they give the players a heads up, uh, but, gosh, he didn't show it. He said, uh, "Enjoyed the time here, come up here and get two wins. This is great. I thank them for the opportunity. Then we went in into interview Craig Bruby, and I said uh, good situation for Joel to come up and win two games before he goes back. I guess he's going back, and, and Craig Bruby said uh, he's staying. He's not going down. And so that was kind of the takeaway. He played well enough. Perhaps these two games changed their mind, and they're going to keep three goalies it looks like. Uh, for the, for the time being, at least, with just 13 games left. And, and so good for Joel Hofer comes up and really did a good job uh, in that for the Blues and gets them two wins, which uh, people are upset about.
0: <laughs> they are indeed. Uh, the Blues now sitting with uh, 67 points, kind of in the middle of nowhere, you know, not necessarily knocking on the door for, with, uh, with the lowest point total, uh, not even really close. I mean, damn near 20 more points than the Blue Jackets and then not in the playoff race either, and that has people irritated. I've been listening
1: to 101 for years and years and years, and I've never said this on air, not great. Not great. <laughs> they, yeah, you, you think they're going to lose a few games down the stretch after uh, trading off their big guys, and and perhaps you don't get a higher percentage on that uh, Connor Bedard. But as you look today, uh, they're tied for eighth fewest points in the league, so that's about a five or six percent chance to jump up and get that spot. And if you look at the rest of the schedule, thirteen games. There's a couple uh, big opponents in there, the Boston's so forth, but a lot of uh, pushovers. So it looks like the Blues could win some few more games down the stretch.
0: There you go. That will make people rather unhappy. uh, Those who want to see them at least in tank for Bedard mode. Jr. Always enjoy the conversation, and uh, especially when we get to pop a surprise question on you for our uh, for our segments. Thank you so much for the time, sir. Have a wonderful week, Jr. Anytime, brother Tucky is. Thanks, Jeremy. Take it easy. Jeremy Rutherford with us here as we wrap up Balloon Party, driven by S St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. BK and Ferrario are coming up next. For Action Jackson, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party, driven by S St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN.